Welcome back to A Talk on Titan, presented by the Otaku Melancholy Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Matt. And here we are with the explosive new episode, 71 of Attack on Titan. It's episode, what, 12 of season 4? Yes. Sure. And we have some... We have some things building up. It's not going to be the rubbling, but it's going to be something, which means there is uh, most likely going to be a final season part two. And we we will be your guides to this episode. Ah, I see what you ah, did there. <laughs> I'm so clever. Give us five star rating on Apple Podcasts. The real guides are the ones that the artists use to draw pixies big fucking head oh my god dude there's so like before we recorded this i was showing like some severe beef for attack on titan at this point but you're like no stuff happened in this episode and i was like yeah they killed off one of my other favorite characters (laughs) yeah and small tangent if you ever wanted to like use any character as a reference in the difference of art style between mappa and studio wit Pixis is the guy to use with. I don't know why, but Pixis just looks so different. Yeah, Pixis does look really different. I don't know what's off about him either because I don't have an artistic bone in my body, but I just stare at him and I'm like, that's something wrong with this guy. I don't know what it is. I just do not have the feasible ability to discern it. He's missing his crosshatch cheeks that he had from season one. Oh, the crosshatch cheeks. You're right. He looks younger here. He does. Honestly, there's something else that was looking a little bit off about Zachary as well, but I couldn't put my exact finger on it as well. Maybe it wasn't the jaggered sort of just degenerate look you could see underneath it all. (laughs) Yeah, something looked different about him as well. But we are way past the point of comparing Studio Wit to Studio Mappa, as everyone under the sun used to do in the early episodes. Now we are talking about how they're moving the plot forward. Yes, moving the plot forward, quote-unquote. There seems to be a lot of haters, but I really enjoyed this episode. I mean, like, the only haters you know are me. (laughs) A lot. So, yeah, I guess there are... Well, I mean, here's my thing about this episode. Yes, things are progressing at a rate, but at this point, us getting to this sort of plot point feels so long. Yeah. It just feels like we should have been here before already. It doesn't feel like this season's really moved at Attack on Titan speeds, you know? Yeah, this is the fourth episode of the downturn after the attack on Marley. So probably at this point, it's like, all right, we get it. Let's go. Yeah, and there's a lot of staging for what I'm sure will eventually be happening, especially the teaser at the end. Yeah. But what is really concerning is that I think you are definitely right, and they're trying to hoodwink us by not saying that this is part one. Yeah. There is no actual way that we are going to be done with this is going to be the final thing that Attack on Titan does in four episodes. We have not reached sort of the, you know, the climax that I think everybody kind of wants to see. Mm-hmm. We have not even have the foundation really for that. It's just if Zeke Zeke and Aaron get together, oh boy. Here's what might happen. The season finale will be something big and shocking. So the rumbling might get started and then a lot of shit is gonna go down. And then they'll have the break and then 
part, uh, final season part two will come along and the rumbling continues, or maybe the test rumbling continues. Yeah. And then it's going to go on from there. With the current trans, the current sort of events that are happening in this episode, I don't think there's going to be a test. I think Aaron's going to start that rumbling. Yeah. Especially that, ooh, that scene that made me a straight man <laughs> weak in the knees when he put on that jacket. Mm-hmm. Mm, abs. Uh, it, I guess it would depend on how on board with Zeke's plan Aaron is. Because of yeah. Well, we what we did get in this episode a lot more. Uh, intersection between the flashback and the current present which uh, has been kind of confusing in the past few episodes determining what's happening when but it seems like since Yelena from the the uh, the Marley defectors um, came around in, eps- in the, the Brave Volunteers episode or in mm-hmm. the flashback she spoke with Aaron and said hey Zeke's got this plan let's do it and Aaron's like yeah, that sounds good. Fuck Marley. Yeah. And now everyone yeah. is hella mad. Yeah, that's basically this episode, huh? Everybody is hella mad at Aaron. I I am going back to that previous thing. Do you think that they'll do either an epic sort of, you know, like there are some anime that have like hour long intro episodes a la ReZero, Fate Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Zero in their name. I guess that's something you have to do. Mm-hmm. But do you think they'll do a final episode that's maybe an hour and a half long? Or is this just going to be legitimately just part one? Or are they going to do a movie? I have no idea as far as what production crew is going to do. Or the the uh, publishing studio is going to do. Yeah, because... I'm keeping a bre- I'm not like reading the manga, but I'm keeping abreast of what's like how far along it's going. And apparently, April is going to be the last chapter. Hmm. So, and this arc that they're currently in has been going on for I think a year, and it is a monthly magazine with you know sixty page chapters mm-hmm. or something to that effect, sixty or forty pages. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm just interested in seeing how this happens because so many people are saying. Hey, there's going to be a movie or there's going to be a second season. There's going to be something like this. And I feel yeah. a little bit like that would be a little bit of lying to say the final season and not say part one or anything like that. Then again, the final season could have been a marketing thing. It's like, oh, check us out. We're the final season. And then, like you said, they'll hoodwink us. Like, just kidding. Final season part one. Oh, I'd be pissed. Yeah. I'd be- <laughs> yeah. The f- the final season is longer than seasons one through three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just legitimately curious what they're going to do. I like, there's no way with the the core event in this episode being that there are people, the Jaegerists are formed. Yeah, I just don't see what we can do in four episodes, and that's stressful. Because what if they just rush the ending? Oh man. Would Mappa ever recover? Well, I mean, what if it's like one of those things that somebody said, hey, you got 16 episodes, and they were like getting along, going like, okay, we're adapting this pretty well, and then we're on episode 12. Hmm? How many manga chapters we got left? We shouldn't have more than a few. We've got 30. Oh. So does nay. We'll just flash forward to after the rumbling happens, and you'll they'll talk about it like, oh, remember when this happened in the rumbling? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the fans will love it. 
But yeah, there was a lot of things going on in this episode comparatively to other episodes. I know one I mean, uh, one mar- uh, like anecdotal mark for this episode is that when it was getting to the midpoint, I you could kind of feel it like readying up for a, com- a quote unquote commercial break. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was getting to that point, I was expecting it to say "to be continued." But to see that interlude, I was like, damn, this is a good episode. Because all these other episodes have felt like they've lasted 10 or 15 minutes long. This is the first one where it felt like an actual full course meal. Hmm. And I think that that's because it got to what a lot of other Attack on Titan did. It had conversations with other groups of people that are unrelated to each other, except only tangentially. Like it went to Yelena and Pixis. It went to Armin and Mikasa talk with Zachary. It got to Onyakapon and Hanji. And they're all talking about the same stuff, but they're going about it in their own conversation. So it feels like we're globetrotting a lot more than other episodes did. Yeah, I can see that. There's, again, there's a lot more visceral, not visceral, but there's a lot more concrete action. I mean, the bombing, that's something that definitely, to be honest, and... I guess if you don't aren't aware with this series, then it would be kind of a missed sort of point for you. But I'm honestly getting a little bit of almost a setup to what Ozymandias did for Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know, like these plot points are unraveling, characters are becoming unhinged and things are going really awry from what the typical norm is where Aaron is effectively becoming the thing they need to stop. Yeah. You know, and so it's giving me... I'm feeling like when the rumbling happens, it's going to be straight up Ozymandias because I have no doubt that the rumbling is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It has to happen. It is going to be Aaron says, screw these walls, here come the Titans. <laughs> and then we're going to have all the fallout of people seeing Aaron become truly villainous and they're going to have an attack on Aaron or have to do something about him, you know? Yeah. And you can feel that happening when Mikasa turns on and says, what? what in the world is happening? Yeah, especially her that dialogue she had with, "Well, whose side are you on?" I just saw someone get. I just saw people get blown up in front of me, mm-hmm. which made me say, "Uh oh, she's no longer faithful to Aaron, or faithful to Aaron." I mean, <laughs> loyal to Aaron. Yeah. So when Mikasa is doubting Aaron, that's when you know that there is being some big developments going on. Mm-hmm. Well, you think there's going to be a little scene where Mikasa casts away the scarf? Oh, dude, that'd be fucking badass. Mm-hmm. That would be so cool. Or maybe she'll use the scarf to, like, choke Aaron or something. That would be insane. Insane, but completely righteous. It would be. At this point, Aaron has slipped into effectively being the villain of the show, which is really cool. I love it. Love it, too. I, I I have my beef with this episode because I do feel like it meanders at points, but that's been my consistent problem with a lot of the season compared to, compared to other seasons. I'm sure mm-hmm. that if I didn't have the other seasons to compare it to, I would be perfectly engaged with what would be a political drama Yeah, with some action anime. <laughs> oh, so like Gundam Wing. <laughs> <sighs> Hero! If this will this will be exciting to rewatch on a binge just to see how this downturn at stacks up. Because I think the oh, reason yeah. why this downturn feels egregiously painful is because 
not only are they setting up for the next big action, but they're doing a was it in medias res where mm-hmm. they start off with a bunch of mystery and now they have to reveal the mystery and the stuff that happened before the season started as well as build up. So if they had to add a lot more bloat to it, which makes it makes it feel more drudging than it normally would. Yeah, and I've I'm really I'm trying to read through the manga right now because I'm curious if that's how the manga played out too, or if Ma- Mappa in an attempt to sort of revamp the story started at Immediate Rest, so there were more questions, so it was more of a hype season, you know? Yeah. Like I'm curious about a lot of it. So I'm gonna get there eventually and then I'll report back, but I probably won't report back, honestly. But hey, it's like that sometimes. It be like that sometimes. It do be like that sometimes. And speaking of things that it be like, the chair being Zachary's downfall <laughs> is ooh, poetic. They, they brought in his special chair. <laughs> and I was like, his special chair. It's almost like they know what that chair is for. But just nobody wants to talk about it. It's like, Zachary, Zachary's got some problems. We're not allowed to talk about it at the meetings. Yeah. I do like how they acknowledge uh, Zachary's death. If he wanted to go out, it would have been during some kind of revolution. So I'm sure he's happy. Yeah, I mean, that's what he did when he overthrew the king. He, you know? Yeah. It's like, I was going to do this anyways, but I'm glad you guys came along to give it a purpose. Yeah, exactly. Zachary was a wild card. (laughs) He started off being such a solemn character that you were afraid was super serious because the first time you saw him was during the trial Mm -hmm. of Aaron Yeager and everyone was so revered him so much and were so frightened and afraid of his call and judgment. And then this dude just turns out to be like some scat fetish guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You really really never know. The people in powers are always... People in power are always freaks. Yeah. Okay. They always use their status and their money and resources to, you know, work out their fetishes. I mean, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. And all of those other adages and phrases that really show off how smart and big-brained you are. Yeah. <laughs> money is power. Francis Bacon. <laughs> You're right. France is bacon. Bacon. <laughs> Maybe the real friends are the friends we made along the way. <laughs> uh, but speaking of people who are friends, Flock becoming a central point of this revolution is weird, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's a. It kind of was always meant to be since we a lot of us had hate towards flock and they're like all right let's use the hate towards flock and weaponize it (laughs) weaponize the hate towards flock that'd be like a pistol if you weaponize the hate towards gabby that would be a bazooka (laughs) Uh, Mm. speaking of let me let me talk about the jaegerist real quick okay so they're in they're rebellious they're insurrectionists I don't think in the history of ever that a sovereign government has come up with a name for a terrorist cell that sounded so appealing. Like, oh, they're the Jaegerists. Hey, I like Aaron Jaeger. I'm going to join them up. Like, 
normally, like, I know Aaron Yeager is the leader. He's not going to come up with that name himself. Flock might. Who knows? Normally, terrorist cells come up with their own names to try and get support. And it's the government that tries to discredit that. Like, mm-hmm. even in our real history, uh, the terrorist group ISIS called themselves ISIS, and a lot of news outlets referred to them as the so-called ISIS, trying not mm-hmm. to legitimize them. Never would you... I don't think, like, monarch, uh, monarchical France would say, oh, yeah, these, we got a new group. They're called the... They're called the Jacobins. Don't join them, though. (laughs) It's just really weird to see the military just come up with a name, a cool, catchy-sounding name for the people that they're trying to to squash. Yeah, I mean, that'd be like us calling the the Gabians, the the Gabius or whatever. (laughs) The Gabionce. (laughs) The Gabionce? (laughs) If you like it, then you should have let me eat it, done. Shit, my queen! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, we have... Once again, we are not seeing the the Marleyan... The Marleyan Home Alone kids. Yeah. Which, again, plays into something. The the stinger for this episode, the reveal that Peak has infiltrated, was wild... And it's, it's a nice reversal of what we had in, in like at the start of the season. We see, yeah, uh, we see Jean walking around. It's like, oh, is that Jean? And then we see Eric's like, oh, it's Eric. They're already in. So seeing Peak Peak here, it's like, oh shit, they're already in. Oh my god, it's happening again. <laughs> they're infiltrating the infiltrators who infiltrated them. Hot. <laughs> That's peak performance right there. <laughs> it's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> but, and I guess this isn't something we should talk about, but the, the preview for the next episode had me unhopeful as well. That we're going to be going to what I want us to go to. I mean, the name of the next episode is The, For- the Children of the Forest. Come on. Well... You can't start a rumbling in the Children of the Forest episode. Or can they? Oh, I guess that would subvert my stupid expectations. I want the next episode to be named something like The Rumble Starts, Rumble Ball, Rumble Mania, (laughs) Tremors. Oh, that's a good one for The Rumbling Happens. Tremors (laughs) 2. Anyways. So it's kind of a weird sort of revelation too that Yelena is actually really relevant as far as these developments. That's something that I would like to applaud Attack on Titan is always making characters who seem like they're going to be completely just disregarded to the plot becoming crucial points. For example, early on in the show, I had no real attachment or affections for Armin. Mm-hmm. And I had no sort of expectations for him to just, he was just going to be the the sidekick he wasn't going to be you know a focal point of the, the the victory they achieved against the colossal titan in that yeah. you know, that tremendously powerful episode and they consistently do that with you know characters like Annie being the female titan so having Elena becoming kind of the catalyst for this sort of revolution in a way is really interesting mm-hmm. 
and really speaks to what I think is the great part about Attack on Titan is that that little details and little things always make for the bigger plot. That's really the power point for Attack on Titan is that a lot of characters you would delegate to being just, you know, third grade uh, side characters are actually immensely important. Like everyone in the uh, in the first season of the training course ends up being immensely important in some way or another, except for Marco, who even still in his own way is a catalyst. Yeah, Marco kind of sets up for uh, sets up for some of the trauma that Reiner has, and mm-hmm. again, it's it's really really cool. I mean, it's, and that goes back, you know, even with Bertolt. You never would have thought Bertolt was the colossal titan. He's such a dork. Yeah, there's no reason to expect anything out of that guy except being Reiner's friend. So just to see all these developments happen off of little plot points and little characters is really cool. Flock being Flock being there and relevant too is especially weird. I was sure Flock was gonna die in the raid. Yeah, well, I mean his hair is too poofy for him to be just a throwaway character. Oh yeah, that's how you tell if characters are important in Attack on Titan is by the hair. Mm-hmm. If they've got unique hair, then you know they're important. Take Pixis; he has no hair. <laughs> that's the most unique of all. Very important character right there. Dang. Pixis. Didn't think you would ever be relevant again either. <laughs> Once they left left uh left out well the uh the safety of the walls, I thought Pixis was just gonna be gone forever. Yeah. Even Pixis is kinda weird. Just going back to Zachary because he was talking about man, I wish I could get eaten by a female Titan. That would be nice. <laughs> Do you think everybody in this entire franchise just has some sort of odd sexual deviation that makes them unique? Uh, I bet Armin's into being stepped on. He looks like he'd be into BDSM. <laughs> Heat play. Sure, why not? What do you th- what do you think the uh the porn market for Titans is? It's like do you think there's a lot of underground stuff of uh Titan art commissions? It's like, oh yeah, that's fucking hot. Do you think there are people like in the weird sexual dungeons who role play as titans and they have their titan sonas? <laughs> this is look. He's an abnormal who only focuses on people who are moving slower than a mile per hour. And then this partner is like role playing, going like, "Hello, I'm a disabled woman who can barely move," and he's like, Ugh, "Likes that." <laughs> That's what I'm imagining, and I know that's weird, but just I'm just throwing that out there. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I'm sure that somebody is legitimately aroused by Titans exclusively, mm. <laughs> and they're the person that gets eaten. And they're also probably Hanji. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is Hanji. I forgot about that. Hanji is definitely a Titan sexual. Yeah. A colossosexual, I guess. I don't know. Titanophile. <laughs> Titanophile. <laughs> that's and then she finds out that they're actually the titans are actually just LD and she's like ugh gross now my fetish is ruined yeah <sighs> so what else we got uh, what else happened in this episode that was important let's see oh my favorite line from Hanji when he was talking to when she was talking to uh, Anya Capone, 
basically saying, we did this backwards, but <laughs> it's like, we arrested you and then we found just cause. But it all works out, so no big deal on our part. <laughs> Hanji is still one of the best characters in this show, weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. Hanji and her. In there. I'm going to take a full responsibility, but if I step down now, we're all going to be screwed. Yeah. <sighs> they're doing their best. They didn't ask to be commander, but, you know, they're doing their best. You know who we haven't seen in a while? Levi. Well, we saw him in the preview, so we're going to get a Levi episode next episode. Ooh, a or- Levi episode. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Can't wait to see him just bullying Zeke. Zeke is still over there reading his book yeah he's been reading that book for a while <laughs> Zeke's looking through it going joke's on you I can't even read <laughs> uh. is that it I think that's it okay I think that's it well this has been a talk on Titan and we have been the Otaku Melancholy Podcast. We have been your hosts, Brad and Matt. You can go to our website at otakumelancholy.com to see all our episodes, past, present, and future. And check out our links, including those to our social media like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also, you can join the Discord and talk to us all about anime, what's good, what's bad, and attack on Titan if you're into that, I guess. I mean, if you're into that. I'm not. Not if it keeps on going like this. Sorry. Nah, I still think it's really good. Anyways, that's been us. Bye bye. Take care. Gone, bye.